You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. What's happening, everybody? Happy Thanksgiving Eve to those who celebrate here in the United States. Welcome to a live stream here on the MMA Fighting YouTube channel, and I wish we were coming to you with great news on this Thanksgiving Eve. Unfortunately, we are not coming to you with great news. I mean, it depends on who you are, but for most involved, this is not great news. We have confirmed with multiple sources close to the situation a report from Kevin Ioli of Yahoo Sports, the main event for UFC 282 for the light heavyweight title, the highly anticipated rematch from their classic earlier this year, Yuri Perhashka versus Glover Teixeira, no longer happening on December 10th. A pretty significant shoulder injury to Yuri Perhashka has forced him out of the fight. According to a UFC official, it will require a significant rehabilitation period. And also from the UFC, quote, out of respect to the athletes and the division, Prahashka has elected to vacate his title and will compete for the belts as soon as he is medically cleared. As a result, the new UFC 282 main event will see former champion Jan Blachowicz take on the surging Magomed Ankalaev for the vacant, undisputed UFC light heavyweight championship. So... Just crazy news. I can't believe we're, we're talking about this. It's one of those days where it's just like, yeah, it's just another day. Typical MMA day, World Cup going on, MMA hour happening. Then all of a sudden, boom, this news happens. You just got to feel for Yuri Perhashka. Glover Teixeira elected not to compete at UFC 282. As of now, we have no real reason why. We don't know what was offered to him. We don't know what the options were. But what we do know is that Yuri Prohashka versus Glover Teixeira is off. Yuri Prohashka is no longer the UFC light heavyweight champion. And on December 10th, we will have a brand new UFC light heavyweight champion. It's either going to be Jan Blachowicz winning the belt for the second time or Magomed Ankalaev being crowned the champion. And I'll do these reactions by myself because you don't want to see me talk to myself this entire time. So we have Jed Bashu and Jose Young joining us. Jose Young's. Not young. He is young, but he is young's. Jed, hello, sir. We will begin with you. Man, tough hang on this Wednesday. Your reaction to this news that Yuri Prohashka, Glover Teixeira 2, not happening. And not only that, Yuri Prohashka, not only not competing at UFC 282, but he's no longer, due to his own decision, 
the UFC light heavyweight champion of the world. It sucks. Uh, it's not that it's layered, right? There are a lot of things going on here. One absolute boss move by Yuri uh, from the sounds of it. If he's going to be out for a year plus with the shoulder surgery, just saying, you know, it, uh, we all know what's up, but you guys can have the belt while I'm while I'm away. Total pimp move. Great for him. Uh, sucks, obviously, for him in every other respect, but, you know, Bushido code, Samurai Spirit, however you want to carry that. Sucks that we won't get to see him fight for a year. I think that's my biggest takeaway from this is, oh, like, I would have loved to see the rematch. I'm not a big guy on immediate rematches, but when it's arguably the greatest fight of all time and certainly the fight of the year, I'm okay with running that one right back. So it'll suck that we probably never get that fight now. Uh, it feels like that that fight is now just, it, it was a one-off, which adds a little bit to the mystique, frankly, the first one. Sucks that he's the most exciting light heavyweight in the world and we're not going to get to see him compete for a year. Uh, a lot of it sucks. Like There are so many layers of this sucking, and so it's really tough to even, because it just happened too. I haven't had like time to really process what's, What's going on it's just like oh well uh this isn't like the worst possible outcome but i still have questions about glover and and everything going on here so not the best kickoff to thanksgiving certainly jose we'll we'll go over to you your reaction to this because the first fight was just so damn good in singapore it was a fight that nobody expected to be as good as it was we thought it was gonna be one-way traffic either way and it seemed to be one-way traffic for each guy multiple times throughout the fight, but just so many swings of momentum. And just to hear this news about Yuri and being out for a long time and no longer being the champion, just him making the decision to, to vacate the belt for just out of respect, your reaction on this Wednesday? Uh, yeah, a lot of what Jed said I agree with, uh, especially like props to Yuri for if it's if it was truly his decision and he's going to be out for a year plus, he doesn't want to hold up the division, good on you. Um, the second they wrote like that, Kevin tweeted Yuri vac like he's vacating his title. I kind of we all just kind of knew it must be serious, especially because they put that light heavyweight title fight between Enkolaev and um, Jan Boho, which is the co-main event. I would if I would just be under the impression that if Yuri got hurt and he could say he could come back in September or October, they would make just make the co-main event an in interim title. But the fact that it's now for the vacant undisputed light heavyweight championship of the world. Just, I just kind of assumed it would be year plus like significant shoulder reconstruction or something. It's very strange that Glover's not involved considering Glover's talks a lot about retirement. He's on the last run of his career, maybe one, two more fights, a little confused why Glover isn't involved in one half of this title fight, especially because it is for the undisputed title, but maybe, uh, he just didn't want to have to prepare for a different opponent. I'm sure they went to Glover and be like, hey, do you want to fight Ankalaev or Jan, the rematch with Jan? And he probably, I'm assuming he said, you know, I'd rather have a full camp prepare for those two because those two are very different fighters from Yuri Prohaska. So I'd be, I wouldn't be, but I wouldn't be surprised if maybe we see Glover now on the Rio card. But uh, I was a little alarmed that Glover wasn't involved in one half of this undisputed title fight. Yeah, just just very strange stuff. And Jed, do you kind of agree with Jose that you just think it's Glover just looking at this like, hey, this might be my very last chance to fight for a belt. I don't want to just go in there willy-nilly on 
less than two weeks notice against a totally different guy. If it's John, maybe because you already beat the guy, but still it's a whole different matchup than Yuri Prohashka. And then if he's offered Ankaliev, that's a tough one to get ready for in less than two weeks. Uh, so I have no idea. This is entirely conjecture. Right. My assumption is uh, that Ankaliev is the one who got the nod over Jan. Uh, because sure, well, one, Jan fought lost, and that fight wasn't like interesting. Yes, he's a former champion, but that Ankaliev at the very least appears to be the future or one of the futures of this division. Whereas Jan, maybe he can get back to the belt. I'm not here to say that that's impossible, but he's older. He is not a standard bearer for the company for years to come. Whereas Ankaliev has all the makings of being that. Uh, and on a big long win streak. It's a new matchup. My guess is that Glover got offered on Goliath as, as the replacement and said, no, there is also, I suppose the possibility that Glover was just like, well, look, I, we were doing the Yeary fight in uh, here because Yeary refused to go to Brazil. You're going to Brazil. If I'm going to be the a side on this as the former champion and, and, like let's just push this back to brazil i'd like to fight if this might be my last fight let me do it in brazil win the belt there that's a moment and maybe the ufc is just like buck on that dude like uh i don't know if you've paid attention lately glover but we don't make good fight cards anymore they're usually pretty top heavy and this one is is a fine fight card but there ain't nothing underneath it to carry like the this the co-main event which is now the new main event is the only thing that could have done and that fight still isn't a good pay-per-view headliner unless there is a belt attached to it and so you can't be like well i go over we can push you back and then we'll just elevate the other title fight there isn't one there's not another fight to do so and that's like another piece of this too, where it's like, well, man, now it really just sucks that Glover's not fighting for the belt in Brazil. Like that would just be way cooler. It would be cooler if this fight card was was better constructed and had a true co-main event, you know, a title fight co-main event, and then maybe that's the reality we could have lived in. Glover, you'll get a couple extra weeks. Either of the dudes will say yes to going to Brazil to fight you because it's for the title, and that would have been a way way better outcome. But. That's not the UFC we live in in 2022 and probably not the for, for the foreseeable future. So now I have no idea what the hell is going to happen. My guess is Glover will fight the winner of this sometime in the middle of next year. but And that's probably fine for him. He gets a full camp to prep for them, and that's better than taking on Ankaliyev on you know a couple weeks' notice. Is this the right fight, Jose? I mean, it's probably it's the most sensical because they're already going to freaking fight each other anyways in two weeks. But if you... if, if let's just say like Anthony Smith or Jamal Hill, or maybe a couple of these other guys were like, yeah, I'll do it. Would you have, would you have slotted in one of those two other guys? Or do you feel like this is the only matchup that could really be made here? Slotted them in against Glover or one of these two against one of these two, or maybe Glover. Well, the fight that the, the only, I think the fight to make would have been Glover versus one of these two. Obviously, if you just look at MMA fighting's rankings, I'm a, I'm not I don't have them up, but I'm assuming Jan is ranked higher than Ankaliyev at the moment. Yes. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. So what well, Jan's probably because we do because MMA fighting does Bellator too. I'm assuming Corey Anderson is somewhere in the top five. I'm assuming the top five consists of like Yuri. Not Glover. no more Corey Anderson's not. Get out of here, Corey Anderson. Buck on that, that dude. 
Nabokov is so already in the top five anyway. So Blahovich is four and Ankalaev is six, but that's probably going to change. Then it should have been Jan Blahovich Glover too. Let's replace one rematch with the other rematch because the first rematch was still a good fight as well and just a good moment over in Abu Dhabi, uh, October 2021. So the fight to make that would have made the most sense would have been Glover versus Jan too, just on meritocracy. Uh, but uh, assuming what Jed said is correct, and they were like, hey, Glover, we want you to fight this just, you know, monster of a Russian who can't speak English uh, and is just on this wicked run right now. He probably, I'm assuming he said no. So then the fight, obviously, next man up would have been Jan. This fight just makes sense. Both men had an argument to have the titles, the initial title fight against Yuri to begin with. Uh, Jan beat Alexander Ratchik, and then they had that stare down when he flew to Singapore to watch the fight. Glover had said that if he beat Yuri, then he would have re- loved to rematch Jan because Jan gave him the, the shot. Ankalaev is on this big, long win streak, beating everyone ranked that he's put in front of him. So both, if if the initial fight was Yuri versus either one of these men, I would have had no problem. So, yeah, uh, I'm Anthony Smith versus Jamal Hill. Obviously, we just confirmed that's happening, what, March? March 11th. March 11th. That seems like a very long ways away. Uh, Anthony Smith's also coming off a pretty bad injury. Jamal Hill's not ranked quite as high. Ryan Spann just fought. Uh, yeah, this fight just makes... This is the right fight to make if if Glover did indeed say no. So now, currently, here's what the main card probably looks like. We got Blahovich Ankalai for the vacant title. Ponzinibbio versus Robbie Lawler. Patty Neat. Pimblett, Jared Gordon, Bryce Mitchell, Ilya Taporia. Obviously, Yuri Glover 2 was was the main event, so that was your five-fight main card. Oh, we're Darren Tiller DDP is getting the bump to the main. That is well, here's, 1,000% here's my other, the other main card fight now. Yes, but here's also my other question, because the UFC doesn't have a card this weekend. They have a loaded fight night card next weekend. The main event mm-hmm. is Stephen Thompson versus Kevin Holland. RDA, Brian Barberena, they got... Tied to Ivasa on this card against Sergey Pavlovich. Do you think there's any chance, Jed, that they just pull one of these fights? Like, maybe not the main event, probably not the main event, but if they maybe pull Ty Ty and Sergey Pavlovich up to this card, maybe just to give it a little bit of a boost? Or do you think they're just going to go with these 14 fights and just one of the other bouts is just going to get the bump? It's honestly a bit surprising that Ty Tuivasa is fighting at Orlando and not just on this card because this card needs depth. It It is desperate for some other fights that I'm not fights that don't matter. Like it's, this is a fine card. This is one of the, one of the lesser pay-per-views they have put out uh, this year. And maybe that's just because we're coming off 280 and 281, which were very strong offerings, but there's, I, I don't know that they need to give it a bump because if you just put Darren Till in the top, like in the main card, that's fine. And there's still 13 fights on this card, even losing the main. So it wouldn't hurt. Taito Ivasa is always going to help a pay-per-view, I think, in general. Uh, so that certainly wouldn't hurt. But Ty doesn't want to fight in Vegas. Ty wants to fight in Orlando. He wants to go to Disney World. So I think they're going to let him do that. And we'll, this will just be the card, and it will now be substantively worse without the main event on top of it. Yeah, we got that fight. Uh, what else is on here? Billy Q, Alexander Hernandez, Edmund Shabazian, Dolce Gambula. Eric Silva, this is TJ not. <laughs> this is before the narrative starts. This is not going to be the worst pay-per-view lineup of the year. UFC 270 was real bad outside of the top two fights, and UFC 275 was also not great. Was uh, even 273 wasn't that good. Oh, 270 was terrible. That is true. And, 
273 was also... I, 270 did have four. two title fights, though. Well, that's what I said. Outside of the top yeah. two, I bet you couldn't have named the, a fight in oh. that main card without looking it up. No, I'm not you, for sure. But, like, <laughs> I, I also am a firm believer that, like, it really doesn't matter. Like, the, the rest of the card does not matter nearly as much as it does having a, a top end that's very good because that's how you leave the event. 272 uh, was also real bad. They had to just manufacture a co-main event between RDA and Moicano. That didn't have a title at the top. That was Colby Jorge. Uh, that yeah, fight card was not great up. either. This is that actually this this is the same level of fight card if you look at right. it. It's like it's not the Colby Mosfidal main event, like the manufactured nonsense main event is the one we're going to get for 282. Everything else is fine. Bryce Mitchell was on that one. We're getting Bryce Mitchell again. Yay. It's, it's fine. This is a fine card. It's not awful. It's not the worst thing you're ever no, going to see. It's in the lower, it's in the bottom tier, but it's not the worst. But yeah, it's, it, yeah, it's certainly a low tier. If they're going to pull a card from Orlando, I'm assuming they would have to pull the heavyweight fight because cutting weight is terrible and they're not going to have to cut any weight. Yeah, yeah. I would say so. But then we'd have two heavyweight agree. fights on one card, and it's never good to have multiple heavyweight fights on a fight card. And if Jed Mishu is saying that, you know it's a bad idea. That's true. That's true. That's very true. So Okay. Uh, the truth is 279 was the worst fight card of the year, as I'm thinking about it. Well, just, I mean... You just feel better about it because of the chaos that happened. But that fight card was bad. Even the new version of it was still pretty bad for 70 bucks. It was a bad card. Sure. Well... This one ain't good, though. (laughs) Hey, we're trying to be positive. Hey, listen, this card a month ago, a little bit more was, everyone was looking at this like, man, this is really deep because you had, we had the main event. There was still maybe hope for John Jones, but I didn't really buy that one. I never had that hope because I'm not a fool. Yeah, Bo Nickel was on that card. That obviously got moved as well. So, yeah, we're, uh, we got this one. We got this one. And it'll be the last pay per view of the year. Who knows? The UFC has pulled rabbits out of their hats last minute before, and I don't even know what you could do to make this good. Yeah, I don't know. Like, like that. I do not know if there is a viable thing for them to put here. Like, it's again, it's fine. They have a title fight, and it's it's maybe not justified because Glover should really be in the spot. But like, you can't really have too big an issue if Glover did turn this down. And Yuri's going to be out for 18 months, which is kind of feels like that's the case. Like, this is a, a pretty legit light heavyweight title fight. And, but it just, everything about this kind of blows, man. Like, it would just be way cooler if they canceled this card. <laughs> and we're like, hey, we're just going to move half these fights to Brazil. Glover's going to fight Jan in Brazil or whatever. I mean, I'm more disappointed in the fact that we're not going to see Yuri Prohaska fist fight a human being for a year plus. Plus, that and we didn't talk about it as much with the TJ stuff, but like shoulder injuries are the worst injuries. Like they are, you just never, you're never the same. And like, it's the way, the way like tearing your MCL used to be a death sentence in like professional sports. And now it's like, fine. effing up your shoulder is still like, it just doesn't, as a man who has had surgery on my shoulder multiple times at this point, it just doesn't ever get better. Like it's just, it's really weird joint that does a lot of stuff. And it's like, I don't know what he's going to look like after 18 months off and with a reconstructed shoulder. Cause 
TJ still screwed up after he had double shoulder surgery. He just ruined it again. Like it's, it's just a bummer. Losing him is a real bummer. Yeah. He's just so fun and exciting. And I was curious to see how he would come back after all that time, just by himself, putting himself through hell to, because he was so disappointed in his performance. It's crazy. So uh, for those who are joining us late, we're about to get out of here in a minute, but they didn't say like the exact injury, how it happened or anything like that, but it is a, a shoulder injury that will quote require a significant rehabilitation period. Brahashka vacated the belt on his own. This was his decision out of respect for the division and the athletes within it. And as soon as he's ready to come back, he will get the first title shot. Man, this is just wild. Rough for uh, in July or August, I should say. Paradigm had three champions, and now they have one. Rough, yeah. rough go for them. Yeah, it is tough. That is tough. Well, on we the to on be... the bright side, uh, me and our steam colleague Sean Oshadi predicted three champions each at the start of this year, and I thought I was dead in the water because I got Islam right and I had Magomed Ankalaev, but I was like, well, he literally can't be the champion by the end of the year. Now he super can because I think he's gonna beat Young. So, woohoo! Well, hey, hey, listen, the, the current betting odds are in your favor right now. Minus 240, Magomed Ankalaev, the favorite, the comeback on Yambo, which be plus Jan. 200. He is going to beat Jan. So we'll see what happens. But I think I think we're done here. But look, the good news is we get to spend $50 on a PFL pay-per-view. So Thank happy God. Thanksgiving to us all. Um, so the news just gets better and better. But there you go. Unfortunate for most people. Not unfortunate for Jan Blachowicz and Magomed Ankalaev, who are going to battle it out for the now vacant UFC light heavyweight title in the main event of UFC 282, December 10th, Las Vegas, Nevada, at the T-Mobile Arena. Jed, any any final it, thoughts? It would send us down a whole new path that we don't need to go on. <laughs> I, was, I was just thinking, would I rather buy 282 or the PFL championships? And I'm not sure. 282 because it has Robbie Lawler and Patty Pimblin on it. Yeah, I think that's going to be sad, Robbie Lawler, though. I'm I not, mean, also, really, Tafora versus Bryce Robbie Mitchell Lawler. is going to be all kinds of venomous. Yeah, I mean, that, that fight is very, very good. That fight There's is Curtis Lucky Buckley is going to be fun. Those two eh, guys do not like eh, each other. I don't eh. have to buy that one, though. That's true. That's free. That's true. Unless they bump it up. Unless they bump it up. I can get six title fights and Julia Budd versus Aspen Ladd for 50 bucks instead of four and some other fight. We're not sure. I assume it's Darren Till for 75. So I'm just saying, if you you know, it's a holiday time. You guys trying to figure out where you want to put your money. Think long and hard. Did you guys know Raul Rosas Jr. is 20? I thought he was 16. He's no. 19. No, he's, he's 20. 19 now. It's twenty. Mm. I thought he was eighteen before. Now he's Didn't not, he just? Now I thought he's turned. I thought he was nineteen. He just turned twenty. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe know. he just we turned eighteen. Don't he sign twenty-year-olds. Stop signing twenty-year-olds to fist fight people. How'd that work with Chase Hooper? It doesn't. They need to develop. Yes, we're all, it's working we're all pretty good. From he just turned Ohio. eighteen. October eighth, yeah, yeah. he was eighteen. He was seventeen on the contender series. So right. There you go. All right, I think we're done here. Some tough news, but. What can you do? We're MMA fans. We roll with the punches and we try to take the negative and at least attempt to turn it into a positive. So for Jed Bashu, for Jose Youngs, I am Mike Heck. 
Sorry if you're just finding out about this news right now. Yuri Prohashka, on his own volition, vacates the UFC light heavyweight title. Shoulder injury, significant rehab for from all accounts. And now Jan Bohovic will have a chance to become a two-time UFC light heavyweight champion when he takes on Magomed Ankalaev in the new main event of UFC 282. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. If you celebrate, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Love you guys. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network.